Holland Wilcox acknowledges the traditional custodians of the lands on which this podcast is recorded. They are the first storytellers of this land. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and to all First Nations people joining us today. Insurance is really uh, one of the risk management tools uh, for businesses and for life. It's crucial to every business. It's, it's a recession-proof client. You're learning all the skills that go with all the litigation-related courses that you've done. Um, you're using your contract interpretation skills and your statutory interpretation skills that you, that you develop. Hello and welcome to the latest episode in our Living the Law Grad Life podcast. My name is Ariana. My name is Sean and we are your hosts for this podcast. Holland Wilcox is a full-service commercial firm. One of our areas of specialty is insurance. We have one of Australia's leading insurance practices. But what exactly does insurance law entail? Today, we're joined by Matt Curl, who is the Insurance National Practice Leader at Holland Wilcox, and he's going to help us bust some myths around what insurance law is and why you might want to practice in this area. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Ariana. Thanks, Sean. I look forward to uh, the podcast. It's great having you here. Let's start with perhaps a very basic question. What exactly is insurance law? Thanks, Ariana. That's a big question. Um, I think I think probably the real question to ask is what is insurance? So people may have heard of the term general insurance or life insurance or workers' compensation insurance and, and words such as that. But taking a step back, insurance is really uh, one of the risk management tools uh, for businesses and for life. Um, so whether it's for your own personal benefit, such as life insurance or home and contents insurance, or even for personal liabilities like cover for when you're driving a car, you might hit a Porsche or hurt a person, um, or, or in business, directors and officers need to insure against um, shareholder and investor claims. Professionals use it as a tool to protect themselves against alleged wrong advice and services. Um, people protect themselves against, or businesses protect themselves against accidents, like buildings collapsing you know, on, on the construction site, or people being injured whilst on a business's premises, um, and even protecting companies' assets with a range of insurances like cyber cover or fraud, theft, crime cover, uh, or building asset cover. Um, wh whatever those um, insurances are, there's such a wide variety of insurances. Um, and, and it really is needs to be seen as a risk management tool, a key risk management tool that's crucial for, for both business and, and for, for human beings alike. And I think that's such an important point to hone in, Matt, is that insurance and insurance law itself is such a broad, diverse and wide ranging area. Uh, just getting to know you a bit better as well, Matt, what do you most enjoy about insurance law? And perhaps how did you come to practice in this area? Yeah, uh, thanks, Sean. Look, there, there are actually a number of things I love about, about insurance law. Uh, firstly, I love the people. It's a very social industry, and it's an industry that employs a lot of people. Um, it's a large industry uh, in, in Australia. The, the, the turnover of the Australian insurance industry was $88 billion last year. Globally, it's about $6.5 trillion US. So that's about $10 trillion uh, Australian. 
Uh, I love that it's a global industry. So some of my clients are London-based clients and I get the opportunity. In fact, it's the third time this year I'm going to get the opportunity to, to go over to London to, to meet up with the clients. So it is, it is an exciting global industry and gives, and gives graduates uh, a pathway to work uh, globally. Um, it's, I also love that it's at the core of every business. Um, so one thing I learned very early um, when practicing as a lawyer and thinking about where do I get my clients from, um, businesses need two things. They need tax advice, so they need accountants and they need insurance. So it's crucial to every business. It's it's a recession-proof client. Um, and the next thing I love about insurance is it's increasingly complex and dynamic. So every time a new risk evolves um, in, in in the world, and cyber is the hot the hot risk at the moment. So every time a new risk evolves, businesses want to hedge their risk as a risk management tool. And 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 so the insurance industry every time comes up with solutions for business. Um, and as I said, cyber is the latest example in a long list. Um, next, I love solving problems for clients. Um, there are so many weird and wonderful scenarios that arise. Um, um, you wouldn't believe what would happen factually when businesses go around their, their daily business um, and people go around their own personal business. And, and quite often, it's genuinely unclear whether a policy responds. So I, I love analysing factual circumstances and, and seeing, seeing whether policies respond. Um, next, the next thing is while the industry and insurance industry settles a lot of their cases, or probably the vast majority of the cases, I actually love that because I get to practice the art of negotiation. Um, you know, in order to resolve an insurance matter uh, or, or, or litigation that involving an insurance client in the background, um, you have to negotiate a settlement. Um, so I, I love that, I love to practice the art of negotiation. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, I find that quite exciting. Um, coming up with angles and ideas and arguments. Um, so that, that's really exciting. Um, and finally, occasionally, you get a crazy, unrealistic claimant, and yet sometimes you just have to run a case to judgment, uh, full trial and judgment. So I love, I love setting up the case so that my client is protected on costs before we go into the hearing in, in terms of making reasonable settlement offers. And then I love just seeing how the trial goes. Um, I actually don't recall ever losing a case or losing a case where my client has not been protected on costs. So I'm really careful by the time we get to trial that, that we get it right. So there's lots of things um, that attract me to, to practicing in insurance law. That's so great. Thanks, Matt, for sharing. I, I don't know about you, Sean, but I've already learned so much about insurance law in this episode. And I'm actually rotating through general insurance in the Melbourne office at the moment. So this actually adds to my rotation. So thanks, Matt, for sharing. Um, Ariana, I should say I didn't even answer how I kind of practice in the area. Yeah, um, we'll be great. I, I, just, I don't know. I, I, when I first got a job, um, it was quite lucky because it, it's hard to, it's hard to get a graduate job. And I remember we were in a recession and um, I... I got offered a job uh, at a firm, an insurance firm, and um, I, I later found out that the reason I, I was offered an interview was because the partner at the time sat down with the husband and was going through the, the resumes, and and uh, the husband said, oh, this guy looks all right. He, he plays rugby. <laughs> and, uh, and so I got an interview and I got a job. So I, here I am doing all this law 
practicing, try and get the best mark possible. And I, and I, and I, that's, that's how, that's how um, getting interviews um, can occur. So there you go. But anyway, I, I settled into an insurance firm and, and, I, and I had the opportunity to, to do both insurance work and commercial work. And I, and I found it really fun working with insurance clients, you know, engaging with clients. Um, and then I, it also occurred to me that insurers are used to paying lawyers' costs. So they were paying their bills without question. Um, and so there's quite sophisticated users of legal services, whereas in the commercial section from time to time, there'd be argy-bargy about costs and things like that. So um, I, I, it sort of all came together pretty quickly for me uh, in my early experience. It, it was a great industry to work in. Totally agree with you. And as you know, there are a number of misconceptions around insurance law that often come up during the graduate and clerkship interviews. And so we're really hoping that you can help us bust some of these. I think the number one thing that comes up is that um, potentially insurance law is not um, as intellectually stimulating as other areas of commercial law and that you're not necessarily utilising your law degree. What are your thoughts on that? Because you mentioned the diversity and the clientele um, side of things, but I was I was hoping that you could potentially um, give us a little bit of insight on into what you think um, with respect to that. Yeah. Thanks, Ariana. Look, it's unfortunately a sort of ill-informed um, nonsense um, that you're not utilising your law degree. Um, you know, firstly, from a legal perspective, you're, you're learning all the skills that go with all the litigation-related courses that you've done. Um, you're using your contract interpretation skills and your statutory interpretation skills that you, that you develop. Um, importantly, you also get to challenge yourself on your advice writing skills. And as I said before, your, your ability to negotiate, to persuade, um, you, you know, um, it's, that's such a challenge to, to um, get a great outcome from your, your client through those sorts of um, skills. You get, in insurance, you also get so much opportunity these are the more human skills, but you get so much opportunity to communicate um, with clients and, and others and insureds and other stakeholders. So, you know, you, you're really, you're really um, utilising your communication skills generally. Um, and you even get to appear in court. Uh, it's quite exciting and nerve-wracking. I remember the first time I appeared in court, um, was, I was quite nervous. Um, but, you know, you, you become... You, you get the skill of you know standing up and appearing in court and all the preparation that goes with that. So there's, there's a lot of lot of skills go with the legal perspective. The other thing that's really important to remember is that, as I said earlier, every industry gets insurance. So um, whenever whenever you you get a, a, a an insurance instruction from a client, don't forget there's an underlying insured that is acting in an in industry. So you get to come across all the other di different areas of law because you've got to you've got to be across all the underlying factual circumstances. So whether or not you're dealing with an insolvency practitioner or a director or officer doing a, a capital raising with all the corporate law, uh, corporations law considerations, um, or, or whatever it is, you're actually um, constantly upskilling and learning other areas of law. And, and in a law firm like ours at Hall & Wilcox, we're, we're a full service firm, we're constantly calling upon and collaborating with the, the expert partners in other sections who are actually specialists in those industries and can help us um, with, with the underlying uh, subject matter. And, and, and that enables us as a firm as a whole to provide uh, a top quality service across, across insurance products in every single industry. 
So that in itself is a is a real um, a real benefit um, of of of, um, of practicing insurance law, uh, and especially in a firm like ours, which is a full service firm. And just adding on to that, Matt, what what are your thoughts on the idea that insurance law is a sort of crash and bash sort of work, or that it can be quite repetitive? Uh, yeah, that's a that's an uh, another um, another interesting myth. I, I suppose to a large extent, I've sort of answered that question uh, in terms of the, the variety of work. Uh, there, there is there is an area of practice which is um, which is crash and bash work, as they say. Um, and 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 I think as you become more experienced in the law, you do tend to find yourself specialising in in one or two areas of practice. Um, however, you, you need to be mindful that by that stage you are increasingly embedded in, in the management of the of not only the, your your law firm, but you you also get embedded in the management of the insurance business itself. Um, and so. There's a whole range of activities you're engaging in, um, in, in, in both your own business and, and in collaborating with the client, um, which, which, which um, isn't about you know, repetition. It's about deeply being embedded um, in the business of our, of our clients. And look, um, if you do start out, out, out in a particular stream of work, it's actually not a bad thing because you get to learn the ropes early um, you, you get to settle into a law firm. Um, you, you get to understand all the processes. You, you, you get to see the life cycle of, of, of a litigation matter, um, and you start you develop all those negotiation skills and how to interpret contracts, uh, how to analyze statutes, and and those, and but you don't, you don't as a young lawyer you don't necessarily need to stay in the one spot forever um, or, or, the, or the one little section forever. Um, as I'm trying to demonstrate the the range of insurance work uh, there is around uh, in Australia and globally is so vast that w- once you're learning one one area, you actually open your your eyes to the rest of the, um, you know a vast world um, of of opportunity and and, and experience. So um, it, it's actually a great opportunity to start in one stream, develop your skills, get to know the ropes, uh, and then go to and work out where you go to from there. I totally agree with you, Matt. I think that's so spot on. And as someone who's been in the general insurance team for just over two months now, I can tell you very confidently that the crash and bash work has given me such a great insight into litigation and what it's like to settle a matter. And, you know, I have the opportunity to get on the phone with the other side and talk to them about the issues that have arisen during the discovery process or just right before a hearing. So you really get to see the life cycle, as you said, of a matter and you you get to build the basic foundation skills of what um, makes a really good litigation lawyer. So I think it's very important work for a junior lawyer like Sean and I. How would you actually describe insurance law to graduates? What, why do you think they should actually give this area a go? Oh, I think um, I think in some some respects of sort of largely, uh, answered that question, um, you know. And I, I think, in a way, I can sort of summarise the key points. Uh, one is you get you get the opportunity to be in one of the largest industries uh, in Australia in the world. Um, you get the opportunity to practice in an area uh, which is uh, fundamental to every business um, 
and and every you know personal um, product that you get to deal with. Um, you get you get to um, get involved in a in a business that has lots of people, and it's a very social business. Um, you get to the opportunity to solve problems. Uh, you get the opportunity to analyze and, and use all those skills that you, you've learned through your studies um, to come up with solutions to investigate and and find evidence um, to to assist your client's case and also um, to let your client know if there's adverse evidence um, and to to manage the client's expectations um, and and then you get the opportunity to um, strategize with clients you get the opportunity to then negotiate with other parties as we've touched upon. Um, and so, um, and you get, you get the opportunity to see results. We all, we all like to get a result. Um, and um, so, so you get, you get that opportunity as well. Um, it's also um, what I was always really mindful of um, is these, these, these clients are um, bulletproof clients through recessions, you know, other other sections of the firm find it hard at times, um, or other sections of, of the legal industry find it hard at times, um, in recession times or boom and bust times, um, to get repeat work. And, and insurance is is such a the insurance client base is such a great client base. They're always there, um, and they're always providing um, a good range of of of, of client instructions. Yeah, I think that's really uh, important to emphasize um, as well, Matt. And I thought to also get your your thoughts and comments. This might be particularly helpful for um, prospective individuals looking to actually practice in the insurance space. But what are your thoughts on what makes a good insurance lawyer? I know you touched on uh, some key areas like negotiation, perhaps negotiation skills. So I just want to yeah have your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I think... I think communi- communications a really important skill. Um, I think um, yeah, the art of negotiation, being a good arguer, um, <laughs> is a is, is a really good skill. But I think going back a step, I think I think the ability to um, read read the material that's before you um, and to objectively analyze that material. Uh, I think the, the trick when when you're a younger uh, lawyer is you sort of think it's important to believe your client's version of events, uh, but actually you've got to take your client's version of events with a grain of salt. Um, so w- when you're early in your career, you tend to want to win for your client, but actually you, you, your brief is to actually provide objective advice. Um, so you've got to objectively analyze. You've got to be a really good uh, analyzer. So if you think you're good at uh, analyzing uh, facts and circumstances, uh, then this is an area for you. Secondly, if you think you're good at investigating uh, for further evidence that will assist your client's case, as I said before, and not assist your client's case, um, um, that's, this is an area for you. If you think you're decent at writing an essay, uh, well, uh, you get the opportunity to write um, lots of advices um, and instruction devices and conclusions. If you love engaging in strategy, um, there, there's there's that sort of skill set, um, and um, if if you think you've got to analysing contracts, um, there's a there's quite often a, um, a lot of um, contractual consideration to look at, both in terms of the insurance contract 
and also a lot of relationships which are the subject of litigation have underlying contracts as a starting point. Um, if you think you're good at good at the law, well, you get the opportunity to to apply the facts to the law. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know whether I'm answering the question, but there's there's so many um, skills that you need to have um, and, and that you get to practice regularly um, in, in insurance law. These are some great points, Matt, and hopefully they will assist our listeners and future grads who are considering practicing in a litigious area like insurance. I think if I could add something else, it would be file management. I have found that that has been a really um, sort of a challenge for me at the start of my rotation, um, but also something that has taught me so much um, and I will take into my next rotation and will be a great um, lesson um, and foundation to have as a junior lawyer. So thanks for sharing all those tips with us and our listeners. Thanks everyone for listening today. Do you have any burning questions about being a grad or a clerk? We'll be hosting a Q&A episode later in the season where a group of Colin Wilcox grad will answer listener questions. So please pop them in the Q&A box below this episode or DM us on Instagram and stay tuned for the next episode. As always, you can find our details on our website, which is hollandwilcox.com.au, or connect with us on LinkedIn. If you enjoyed today's episode, then rate, review, or follow our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. This podcast is not legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. You should always obtain legal advice about your specific circumstances.